to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Match Podcast. I'm so sorry I sound this way. I'm. It's been a long day. I had an unnecessary meeting at work, and I'm hungry as hell. So I might sound a little crabby. I do apologize in advance, but you know what? I have a great guest today, and they tend to cheer me up and keep me from being so crabby. One of my meme sharers. We we share memes to each other on the daily. So. Happy to have that that kind of friendship. So I want to welcome back to the podcast, actually, from uh, it's been a little over a year now since we last talked on here, at least. Yeah. Uh, Miss Tracy Francis. Hi, Tracy. Welcome back. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing swell. Uh, just Besides hungry. The fact that I'm you're good. hungry. <laughs> Like, I haven't been this hungry in a long time, which is, it's confusing. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? Like, it, so I'll be all right. Yeah, you're, so. you're not even hungry. You're, you're, you're actually hangry at this point. So, <laughs> yeah, like my daughter was down here. Can I go on the treadmill and play? It was like, girl, this is not a fucking gymnasium. It's like, oh, I guess there is gym equipment down here. <laughs> like, like, no, go upstairs. Like, okay, you want to play Nintendo Switch? Like, yeah, I do actually. But I just really want to eat. I don't know the chicken fajita. Like I'm just hungry. Um, but anyhow, uh, how in the hell have you been, my friend? Oh my gosh, it's been well. Like you said, it's been been a while. I think it was what, like last July or something like that was the last time we, we yeah. talked. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, holy moly, lots been going on a lot of life changes a lot of jujitsu changes a lot of tracy changes so uh but yeah it's 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 been going so well change isn't necessarily a bad thing though change sometimes change is necessary sometimes change is therapeutic change you know has its benefits uh, but you're still training so that's that's a huge key there yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I definitely believe that, that, you know, everything we go through brings us to where we're supposed to be at this exact moment. And even though sometimes you're like, what the fuck is going on? It's <laughs> still, you know, you end up where you're supposed to be. So, and that's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now. So, oh, Good, good. And I don't know, I, I feel like last time we talked, you were still a white belt, but since then, at the very least, you have been promoted up to blue belt. So, congrats on that. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I, I got promoted. Yeah, I'm a blue belt now. So, for all of the listeners out there who are wondering if they're going to stay a white belt forever, no. Uh, hard work, dedication, perseverance, all that stuff, it does pay off. So, hang in there. <laughs> Absolutely. And out there competing and and racking up medals and things and just, you know, being a complete badass. So I, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, so the last time that we spoke, um, I was fixing to do, I think it was Chicago open. So, uh, I did, um, I did get a gold medal at Chicago open. Um, and then a whole bunch of stuff kind of went a little nuts. though. um, right before, uh, jujitsu con last year, which is what, you know, would have done it as a white belt. I uh, 
got my MCL shredded into a million pieces at training. So um, instead of competing there in Vegas, I got to listen to myself be DQ'd over the intercom on uh, flow grappling. So that was that was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, obviously, you know, not ideal having a major injury like that. I had to have a full reconstruction with two cadaver grafts mm -hmm. and um, a significant amount of rehab and, and all that that's associated with that. So never had surgery in my life. Um, never really want to do it again. Uh, it wasn't, was not a great experience, but what ended up being a really great experience was uh, bouncing back from it. So um, I think that it's important for people to know that if you do suffer a training injury or, or, or something like that, it, it can be extremely devastating, but knowing that you can actually get through it and, you know, make it out to the other side and learn a whole lot about yourself in the process is, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And I didn't, I didn't really think that I was going to make it through that at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is it. Cool. I'm a white belt and there's my career, you know, done, but that's, that's not what happened. That's not what happened at all. Um, I was, I, I immediately got into PT and I started, you know, just working really hard at it, dealing with the pain. Uh, a lot of the listeners, I'm sure, and a lot of people who follow me too know that I do have chronic Lyme disease. So I've already, you know, dealt with a lot of things associated with my chronic illness and pain was one of the biggest ones. And so my, my pain tolerance is, you know, pretty ridiculous, like the average human would would be you know, not able to function, whereas that's what I just deal with on a daily basis. So the pain associated with the surgery recovery was just like another day to me. <laughs> I hate to say it like that because it's kind of fucked up, but at the same time, it's just, you know, that's just how it was. So yeah, but um, put in the work and uh, I was a psychopath. I was back on the mats in nine weeks. <laughs> not, not in any sort of like actual like hard training capacity or anything like that. But I mean, I had a big brace on, but I was there. So I, I showed up. I was even there when, when I couldn't. But as soon as the big brace came off and the smaller brace allowed me to fit some gi pants over it, I was I was back at, at training. So, yeah. Well, good. It, it's funny because when you mentioned, you know, you'd never had surgery before. I don't know. I always feel like when, you know, I talk to people in jujitsu. It's always in my mind like, oh, yeah, we've been through tons of surgeries. That's just what we do. It's part of our game. But also, you know, <laughs> still being relatively early in the game is like, well, I, I, you know, I guess you, you know, get that that hopefully never again. You have to do it. But, you know, you get that out off the board now. But yeah, um, <laughs> check know, that I, box. I'm, I'm glad you, you know, you know, yeah, check check that box right there. All right. <laughs> First injury, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. And some folks, you know, they get an injury per belt and it's like, dude, chill. <laughs> it's, you know, wow. it's like, it's, they're not Pokemon. No, I mean, I like that. That's definitely a joke for me at this point. I'm like, I feel like I have, you know, the injuries of a brown belt. <laughs> so, <laughs> yay. Well, I mean, you know, you, you hit the mats hard. So I yeah. think that's one of the things to it, though, as well as. You know, you you know you're in it. You're not like you know like oh you know I, yeah, 
you know, you, you touch the mat, and you're just like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, do these little things over here. No, like you're like, hey, which one of your motherfuckers want to fight? Yeah, like, Damn, yeah. Tracy, relax. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do. I I like to go hard. I like to train hard, and um, it was, you know, when 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 that happened, I I wasn't, you know, I I was still kind of like in my head thinking like, oh, I'm just like a little baby little, you know, even though like I, you know, traveled the world competing at that point, <laughs> like I was doing it like almost every weekend, like, but but in my head I'm just like, oh, you know, this is like this is you know just just a little thing but no this this the reality of it is you just completely took over my life and and I'm so happy about it and I wouldn't have it any other way but yeah I mean when you when you're a big strong girl which I am you know I fight at heavyweight and I you know power lift I do all sorts of extra training stuff obviously you know pole dancing and stuff that that adds to my strength but when you're a big strong girl in this sport it, it can uh it can be a little little difficult sometimes um you know to to just make sure that you're in the right environment with the right training partners and you know i i don't blame anybody for you know what happened to me obviously it was a complete accident but at the same time it's like you know there's uh there's some things that can be done to to just like look out for yourself and and look out for others and uh, i think that ultimately it was a good thing you know to to have to do so it's you know, even though, you know, accidents happen, I mean, you know, more often than not, in a, you know, a lot of cases, not all cases, but, you know, it's like just trying to, you know, as you have your training partners and everything, you know, it is always important to, you know, try to, you know, make sure to you know accidents are kept to a minimum and you know i'm not saying you know like this is like an all the time thing for you or or anything you know with the gym but you know it is one of those things when you think about accidents it's like you know when, when you're doing anything whether it be dealing with your shoulder or dealing with your knees or neck for that matter or you know it, it's like you know training partners you know like you know just like be aware, being aware of, you know, what you're doing. Just like I get nervous myself when I'm training with certain people and I'm, you know, I'm a big boy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no little fella, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in those 200 ranges, you know, when I'm rolling with somebody in the, you know, like the 170, 150 range, I'm concerned about, you know, dropping, you know, just falling, like losing my balance or some shit. And it's like, Oh my God, I don't want to break this person's body in half. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, just, you know, there's a there's a there's a fine line between training hard and just, you know, going insane. You know, I guess like my 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 takeaway from that would be like, especially to all the, the women out there, um, maybe maybe don't drill takedowns with like a 300 pound six foot five white belt guy. Don't 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 do that. <laughs> That's my mm -hmm. suggestion. So, but you know, I mean, to this day, like I, I still, I still get nervous a little bit when I am training. You know, takedowns with with everybody, um, even though you know, obviously, I, I feel completely safe and and you know, everybody treats me really well and they know you know what I went through and everything. But like I tell everyone, like, like if you're a dude, like I don't care if I'm a big strong girl. It takes maybe maybe it would take you five percent to put me on the ground <laughs> you know five you don't gotta go 100 <laughs> or equals to that so. very true yeah <laughs> well you know i think you know to some extent though it's like 
you know, especially doing takedowns. It's just being aware. And, you know, and may, maybe I drill too soft. I don't know. You know, <laughs> when I'm doing takedowns, you know, I, you know, I execute the move, but as I'm, you know, running my feet, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I pick them up and kind of lower them to the ground. And just, I'm just not trying gently, to put you through. Yeah, just gently set me down on the ground. Like, I did the same thing. Like, I'll go for it and then I'll pick you up and I'll just like set you down. Like, I'm putting you to bed. <laughs> It feels a lot nicer that way. (laughs) I think it's under the ideal, too, of like, you know, I I go through the moves, like, you know, I got you. You know, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you you wasn't going to stop that takedown. No, I'm just going to lower you down. But then again, there are probably people listening, like, shut up, pussy. Like, you fucking draw that takedown. You fucking put their asses through the mat. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah. You can save that maybe for like a. (laughs) you know like a competition like do, for like your you yeah. know local competition with the prisoners you know do do that then um you know there's no medals in training and i think that a lot of people tend to forget that you know um but yeah you, you can go hard but but don't you know you don't need to rip somebody apart like save that for the tournament <laughs> if you need to even then you know but that that might be more well, of a, yeah. a female perspective. We like real I like I'm I'm master two now and, and I'm like friends with all of the girls that I that I fight against and we're all just you know, because a lot of them are like moms and stuff and I'm just, we gotta take mm-hmm. care of each other. There's not that many of us in the sport to begin with, so let's not let's not break each other, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, it's like you break your toys, you don't have anything to play with, especially, you know, in, in your position as a female competitor, because like you said, there's not a lot of you out there, so you know, you gotta gotta be cautious. You know with what you're doing with your your folks out there on the competition trail as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, and and you know, everybody has a different mentality. You know, when it comes to when it comes to competing, I just know that for me and and for a lot of the women that I know, like we we really we want to take care of each other, even even there, and even when it's you know when you're going a hundred percent, it's still like you're not gonna like rip an arm bar on somebody. You're not gonna like rip their arm off. Whereas there's plenty of guys I know that'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm taking their arm home with me. I'm like, okay, you do you, but <laughs> I'm not going to do that yeah. to her. So. <laughs> He's like, you know, that motherfucker got to go to work on Monday, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, but I mean, there, there are some folks, you know, there are the folks out there that this is work for them though. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there is that line where it's like, you know, you don't want to, injure anyone so they can't continue to compete but also even if this isn't work and they got a you know regular 40 hour a week job that they got to return to on monday you know also hey man maybe don't you know rip a hill hook you know if they're like a surveyor they got to walk a lot so maybe just maybe you know let them know hey buddy i got you now if they refuse to tap you know yeah. while while you're slowly cranking it's like oh yeah. look okay you clearly don't care about your job i'm taking yeah. your leg with me well, yeah there's, there's your ego and you can carry that with you in a backpack and your crutches on monday <laughs> so <laughs> there you go but yeah so it's you know it's just really important you know take care of your training partners you know uh, women and, and smaller men, please, you know, be careful who you train with. Don't be afraid to say no. <laughs> I've learned, like I said, I've learned a lot from this. So um, I have no problem telling people no now or, or like if they come at me with a certain kind of energy, I will. And 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 I've done it before. I'll, I'll, I'll say, hey, uh, calm, calm the fuck down. Take a breath. <laughs> We're just learning. <laughs> 
please. <laughs> so, and, and I jokingly start every role with please don't hurt me. Now, every time I dream with a white belt that I've never seen before. But, you know, I'm only half joking. Literally, like, do you even know what that means? But I'll, I'll tell them, you know, I, I'll, I, I know how to stand up for myself now. And I'm never going to, I'll never uh, make a mistake like that again. So, because I definitely, I, I take partial responsibility for, for what happened with it. I should have never done that to begin with. So. Well, I mean, it, you know, that's the thing too. It's just, you know, like you said, you're not placing blame on anyone. I think that's important too, because sure, it may have been avoidable, you know, but also understanding, you know, the situation you're in. I always tell people when they do like bump me or something, or, you know, I get, I get punched in the face a lot. I think most of us do, but I feel like I get punched in the face more, more than most people. Now, I wonder if I have a punchable face. It's like, people like hit that dude. But, but, you know, there's apologies, you know, people are like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, dude, I signed that waiver. I know what I was getting into. You yeah. Know. So. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and when that stuff happens, it's usually an accident. So, I mean, I've, I think within uh, my first three or I'm sorry, my first two weeks of, of training jujitsu, like at all period, like as a brand new white belt, I handed out three black eyes to people. And I'm just like, I, I remember sitting in my car just crying being like, nobody's going to want to train with me. I keep giving them black eyes. It's literally like in my car crying in, in the same breath. I'm just like, I fucking love this. Like, I'm I'm addicted to this. I can't wait to come back. I just hope I stop throwing elbows. I think I punched a teammate uh, over the weekend. Now that Did I think you? About it, it, yeah. it, um, you know, <laughs> one of our brown belts, he and I rolling. I don't remember what happened, but like whatever ended up happening i moved my arm and i hit him i was like oh shit my bad dude he was like no we're good it was like and in my mind i was like i mean i know we're good but you know it's like it's still just a habit of apologizing i, I just you know, like yeah. uppercut you that's not okay it's like, yeah. fine <laughs> yeah. just keep rolling but but i would say the same thing you know if i if i got clocked in the face i'm like just keep going keep going do not stop we got momentum right now so yeah yeah I mean, if, if, if they stop and I'm like, oh my God, this is really bad. But like for me, like when I get clocked in the face, like everybody, like, especially the guys are like, oh my God, it's so sorry. And I just joke. I'm just like, ah, I got a date tonight. And I think it'd be hilarious to have to explain why. Black eyes. So, yep. <laughs> I had a teammate. We we're both white belts at the time and I need her in the eye. And she had graduation the next week. Oh. So she, yeah, that was. We're, like we're good friends now and we always whenever she's there uh we do train you know we we train together we drill together but you know i i will never forget when i when i caught her with that knee in the eye i thought i killed her like the way she flopped over i was like oh my lord and she was dating one of the guys at the time and i look over at him like oh sh- hey man like I, I, you know, you know, I ran over to her and started hugging her like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Um, yeah. it, it was a whole fucking production and she was fine, but in my mind, <laughs> her like, boyfriend Jesus was Christ. right there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Like, you know, he, he's a good dude. And, it, you know, he was just like, no, 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 no like you're, you stop beating yourself up. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. they're both like, it's okay. Yeah. I didn't think it was. Um, I, I think I uh, I think I showed up to two different dates over the summer with uh, 
with black eyes and so i just i just always think it's hilarious so preemptively text them and be like um just so you know <laughs> you might have some i'm not a bad woman you're, you're no I'm, I'm always like you are gonna get some dirty looks so if you choose to date me be prepared <laughs> to, to get looked at some kind of way because sometimes i get you know you know little, little boo-boos <laughs> like look i signed a waiver like what the fuck does that mean like, <laughs> yeah. It's just part of the game. It's part of our sports. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um. I've. Uh, so. So yeah. We did. Um. I. I did. Uh. All the rehab. You know, for the MCL reconstruction. It was back on the mats training, and then. Um. In. Uh. In March, my my first competition back, after all that nonsense was uh, was pants. So I was. Uh, I was really excited to do it. Definitely a little bit concerned. Um, looking back on it, probably wasn't the best idea because I, I feel like my knee was only at about like 70%. But I was like, you know what? I I train so hard and, and I'm feeling good with my roles in training. You know, let me let me go do this. You know, if I get re-injured, I get re-injured. But I, you know, I just decided that I was, I was going to do it. And so there I was at PANS. Um, you know, I, I won my first match, um, which was uh, it was it was a little bit a little, little extra satisfying to win that match um, because it was against uh, a girl who I love dearly, by the way. <laughs> I'll just throw that out there. But uh, she she beat me um, at my first competition ever, which was at the Indianapolis Open um, the year the year prior. Or what was that like? Yeah. Twenty two. Yeah. So uh, she she had she had beat me there, uh, and so I actually I won my first match against her, um, and then I pretty quickly lost my second match because <laughs> I left my arm hanging out. But you know sometimes oh. it happens like that. So but yeah, taking silver at pants for my uh, for my first competition back after such a major injury was it was very satisfying. It felt wonderful. So good, good. Um, how are you feeling like how's the knee and everything feeling now for you yeah um so this is my first winter post-op and uh that's been interesting because um for those of you out there don't know i i live in the train outside of chicago and uh the cold weather hit me like a ton of bricks i was like what is going on with my knee why does my knee hurt so bad was did i hurt it again like i started freaking out and everybody was just like no it's like it's gonna be like that <laughs> it's a, a previous injury it's a the cold weather doesn't doesn't help I'm, i didn't know what that meant so um yeah it it's it's not been you know the the best thing to have to experience but i also know that i'm i mean jesus this was like in when was that surgery it was september of 22 so you know i'm a significant amount of time past that you know I'm, I'm fully rehabbed at this point and it's just it's just like a mental thing that that i think i might just always have to deal with is like oh is there something wrong with my knee again and um that's also me you know being a little bit the lulu because <laughs> there's definitely been some additional you know knee pops and stuff like that that have happened you know like my lcl and stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna look the other way. <laughs> so, like we always do. That's not an injury. So uh, this is nothing. Uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> be back on the mat. Sometimes tomorrow. it gets scary like that, though. You're like, am I gonna be okay? And you're like, oh, I'll be alright. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, this is fine. This is totally fine. 
<laughs> not me wearing like I what do I train with and and compete with I have like knee sleeves covered with like another sleeve that's like a soft I'm just like I might as well just like completely constrict all the blood flow to my feet with these braces like, but it makes me feel better <laughs> so. sometimes that's what it takes though like yeah. um sometimes I wear a shoulder brace it it's doing nothing for me like physically, but mentally, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. this is great. My dude, my shoulders trash right now. This thing is so not useful anymore. But I put that brace on, I feel invincible. Meanwhile, invincible. the brace is doing nothing. Yep, exactly. Like, yeah, like I don't know. Just maybe, maybe I'm gonna go better, bench so. press. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so, yeah, but um. Yeah, so I mean, it's it, it it feels fine. Like I'm fine. I've I've competed Good. since, and you know, just trained hard and, and doing all that. So um, yeah, but um, uh, after pans, I uh, actually made like a, a huge choice that had kind of been weighing on my mind for quite some time, and I ended up switching to a new academy. So um, that was probably one of the hardest things I've ever you know, chosen to do. Um, but I just, you know, felt like I had reached a point um, where I had done as much growing as I thought I could do, you know, where I was. And uh, sure. it was, uh, it was just, it was time to, to make a switch. So I had, um, and now I'm proudly part of TAC team. I train at New Breed Training Center in Niles, Illinois, and um, under Mark Vives. And he is a very active competitor. Um, I think he's still like number one in his division, number three in all divisions for a uh, master of four. Um, he's a third degree black belt. Great guy, fantastic coach, um, incredible competitor, just just all around, you know, the the environment that that kind of wanted to be in. And I had I had started cross training there uh, in like May of 22 off and on. Um, up until my injury. And then, you know, when I, when I went back, I didn't, I didn't end up going back there. I went back to my first Academy and, you know, just after pans, um, you know, I had seen him down there and I, I talked to him and, and I just decided that, that it was time to make a switch. So, um, so yeah, so now I'm there and, um, I, I've never looked back and, uh, I, I'm just extremely, extremely happy and extremely grateful for the the type of environment that he provides there at the at the gym for all of us especially for women I mean we have I, I don't even know how many girls train there but like we're, we're constantly like there's constantly women there and it feels so good to have that you know um obviously I like training with men because you know when when I'm training with a 200 pound guy and I turn around and, and compete against a you know, 175 pound girl, it feels like a feather. So, um, but there's just, there's so many people there. I have so many training partners now. I think, I don't even know how many exactly he has, but I feel like there's over 50 black belts that he's promoted and just, just everybody from, from like, just such wonderful people I get to train with, with such great, wonderful competitors and hobbyists and friends and you know men women like everybody and it's just such a welcoming warm safe place to be and it's like you know you don't I didn't realize that like I wasn't home until I got home if that made sense 
So, uh, yeah, and uh, this is definitely my home. I feel like this is going to be my forever home, <laughs> and I want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad that, you know, you, you have that experience because it, it's important to, to know, you know, when you're somewhere and you're like, well, look, I think, you know, I've gotten what I needed from here. I don't see any further growth for me in, in this scenery. So, you know, now you go somewhere else and it's like, okay, now there's more development. And, you know, like you said, you feel at home. And I think that's just <clears throat> the most important thing is feeling at home. Yeah. And it wasn't like, you know, it was extremely difficult for me to leave, you know, a, a, at least a good handful of people, you know, at the other academy. It's one of the hardest things that, you know, that a lot of people don't really talk about is is the 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 emotional attachment that you get to the people in the place, especially where it's like for someone, for me specifically, it was really hard because jujitsu, you know, I know that, that everyone's like, oh, it's so cliche, but jujitsu did save my life um, in, in so many ways. I was recovering from, you know, this illness that almost killed me and I found jujitsu and through jujitsu, I've actually been able to to heal my brain like the neural connections with my muscles that i i I couldn't walk before you know and and so like associating that with like the particular place where i first started and then the people who were around me through that journey and like saw me go from like you know just still needing to have a cane in my car occasionally to to becoming like an active competitor traveling the world and doing all this stuff like it's it's hard to to want to leave that but you know um i am i'm so grateful you know for everybody who who played a role in my journey you know at my first academy and it was really hard to to leave everybody but um at the same time like i knew that like something was missing that i needed to to do something more and train with like that level the, the level of people that train there i mean we've got dozens of competitors like i don't even know what the actual number is but there are literally dozens of people who train specifically to compete regularly um you know it's just it just felt like the right right place to be new breed is by far the best competition academy in the chicago area if not the entire midwest so i'm, I'm really grateful to to be with them and and to be able to train with with, uh, with those, everybody who i've got there so yeah good good i'm glad to hear that it, it's it's just like i said it's always good you know when you feel like you know, when you're somewhere you know it feels right yeah and it's just you know you, you should never feel like you know it should never feel like a burden going in especially something that you know so many of us love mm -hmm. and it just and that's not to say at the last gym it felt like a burden no but you know again it sounds like here you just feel like they're they're you know it's like i guess like you said it's home you know there yeah. there's just things there that feels you know comfortable and you can't really you know you can't force that anywhere else no you can't you can't and you know it's an important life lesson too you know jujitsu teaches us a lot of life lessons and you know one of the big ones for me was like when it's time to let go like you know you know when it's time to let go and move on and you know, sometimes, you know, especially for somebody like me, I'm stubborn as fuck <laughs> like with everything, but like, I, you know, just 
when you're when you're clinging on to something and and it's just like it's not there for you anymore you you just gotta you gotta take that leap of faith and and you gotta do what you feel like is best for you and and your journey and what you're doing and so i i really feel like i made the right choice with that and and i couldn't be happier so yeah good good i could imagine you know for many you know it's just being scared like you said taking that leap, <clears throat> leap of faith yeah and it's like like am i am i doing the right thing you know yeah. like i you know even just signing up for jujitsu was kind of one of those things for me because it was like all right i'm about to do something new and it's a big thing this isn't just some like you know let me go over here and try um horseshoes you yeah. know like <laughs> like this is a commitment and you know those types of things are scary so kudos yeah. to you for doing it yeah i mean it, it definitely was scary and i think like for me like the the biggest thing was like am i am i burning bridges you know by like leaving but mm. you know if if there's any message i can send it's just if if you feel like you should be somewhere else you need to go do that for yourself don't worry about what anybody thinks don't worry about what anybody says because all that is completely irrelevant you know and, you, and the only thing you're going to do is hold yourself back and you know sometimes it's not the right choice i mean i know plenty of people who like left a gym and then they end up going back to it and that's perfectly fine too like nobody really gives a shit <laughs> like they really don't i mean yeah they're gonna miss you but they it, it's not it's not the end of the world and and sometimes it can feel that way but it's not it's not life goes on you know the world keeps spinning and and you keep training and, and you stick with it and you'll be happy so absolutely it's we've had well i've seen a couple teammates <clears throat> you know like one day i see someone and then i see you know a week later on their instagram they're at a different gym and i'm like yo what's that all about like how are you just gonna leave it oh you know and sometimes it, I, I know for me when i was looking to change gyms it was really a matter of scheduling because yeah. it's like i can't i can't get into any of the the specific classes you know because of my schedule and my wife's schedule and then it just feels like you know what let me make the best of what i've got whatever i can do i'll figure it out and i changed jobs and ended up getting my weekends back so i was like okay well i can come in on on saturdays and train i can kind of do like friday evening if my wife isn't working and then like sunday mornings so it is like i can't do the you know monday through thursday evening stuff anymore just because with me changing jobs, I go in earlier, which means my wife has to change her schedule. So she has to leave earlier in the evening. It, it's, it's a whole thing. But yeah. I'm glad I actually didn't leave because, you know, like for me, it, it was just, I, I think I started making it something that it wasn't. It was really just a schedule. But I kept telling myself, I was like, I'm not welcome here. I don't feel safe, you know, not safe, but I don't feel comfortable here. You mm -hmm. know, I don't feel like I belong. And then it turns out, I was like, no, it's just like you, you like, this is your tribe. You know, yeah. you know, these are your people. It's just in my mind, I'm telling myself these things because I'm trying to justify trying to leave for a different gym. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, it was just my schedule. And now that my schedule's been adjusted, I actually feel, you know, feel okay you know so as for those other folks that left it's like yo what's up come talk to me 
Well, I think it's important too, like, because I, you know, when I left, I had a lot of people reach out to me, like, oh, what's going on? You know, they want the tea or whatever. And I'm just like, you know what, just because something's not right for me does the, not right for me doesn't mean it's not right for y'all. And um, a lot of people do get to a point in their jujitsu journey. And I think this might be why a lot of people do end up just quitting is, is because they kind of feel like, like they're, something's going on with them. Like it, it's like the environment's changed or, or, or they're, they're just not feeling the same way that they used to. And the, I don't think that that necessarily has anything to do with maybe where you're at. Of course it can, but you know, I feel like it might be a little bit more of like an internal struggle with you in, in your own personal journey with it um, and overcoming that and deciding like in a very logical way, what factors play into what's making you feel that way and actually looking at it pretty objectively, you can then decide, you know, is this somewhere I want to stay? Do I need to go somewhere else? Do I just try somewhere else? You know, you can cross train, you can cross train quietly, like you can, you know, you don't have to like broadcast it or anything like that, but just, you know, you'll, you know, when you're home. So you, I, I think that, I think that a lot of people get, don't, like credit themselves enough with with how they're feeling with their intuition with things and um it's not even necessarily about what you might think it is right off the top of your head so actually that is an interesting thing you kind of mentioned there you know with people quitting you know sometimes you know maybe it's just a matter of taking a step back you know mm -hmm. and and just re reassessing not even just leaving outright it was like you know in a relationship like oh maybe we should take a break um you know things like that yeah so yeah looking at like what factors are actually playing into the way that you feel versus you know just being like oh it's not right this isn't right for me that doesn't mean you need to throw the whole thing out the window you know it just means that you might need to reassess some of the you know the, yeah. the factors that are that are part of your journey so very true. Like I think about, you know, some of the stuff my teammates are doing and, and, you know, just their games versus my game is like, look, man, and, you know, there are guys there that are older than me training that are kicking ass with, you know, you know, the awesome curriculum that we have. And then it comes to me, I'm like, Hey, so I'm going to go ahead and work this half guard stuff. And, you know, some pressure passing because the other stuff's not exactly working for me, but that's, you know, Sometimes, you know, you, you kind of get into those weird spots where it's like, you know, you might be working on something specific at that gym and you're like, well, you know, you know, you're trying to fit, you know, a square peg into, a, you know, you know, a triangle, you know, a slot. And it's like, well, why don't you, you know, make an adjustment? It's not like, you know, mm -hmm. you're like my coach, you know, he's very clear about it. It's like, look, you know, we're working on this here in class. You know, we have open mats, we have, you know, other classes where the curriculum's all kind of, you know, it's all kind of interwoven together. But, you know, like inverting is not my cup of tea. You know, my coach and I were joking about it because whenever I invert somehow, I end up posting off my head. Yeah, <laughs> and they well, look at no. me every time. I was like, that looks horrible. I don't know how you're doing it, but you're making it work. But that's like, that's not good in the long run for your neck and i was like i know it isn't but i'm not sure why my body is doing it this way and but you know they, they, you know they're like look there's still ways around it you know and i think that's important too is when when you have you know a coach that says you know we can still work with this versus like no you must do it this way 
was like, yeah, no, um, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and obviously, you know, this is like part of, you know, the journey for everyone figuring out like what their actual game is. Um, but I think one of like the best things that happened to me when I switched gyms is like, my coach was like, your guard fucking sucks. You have no guard game. It sucks. You have to have a guard. And I was like, fuck, because you know, I just, I'm a big, strong girl. I want to wrestle, you know, <laughs> I want to be on top and I want to yeah. stay on top, which, which is still obviously like the best thing to do, you know, but um, you know, I started playing guard and, and that was, you know, that was definitely a product of the knee injury too. Cause you know, I'm not fixing to try to like do level changes and stuff and I can barely bend my knee, but it was, uh, it was great. Cause I did start playing guard and, and I mean, now like, you, like as a blue belt, I'm jumping guard. Sorry in advance, everyone <laughs> for, for that. But like, Ooh. you know, I, I do the gymnastics stuff. I do pole. I do aerial. Like I, when I was like, wait, I can do these things flying. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I did, you know, and, you know, and even though, yeah, pull, like pulling, like actual pulling guard, like I'm definitely still working on that. But like being able to to know that like I can put myself on bottom and still end up getting back on top. That's cool. You know, I'll do that too. That's fine. <laughs> I, you know, on Instagram, especially whenever we put up memes about pulling guard and, and whatnot, <laughs> it's funny because my gym, we, we, that's what we, we pull, we pull and then we work from there. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, I'm over here posting memes like, don't be a guard puller, pussy. Yeah. Then I go right to class. Her. I'm like, okay, so I get the lapel, I get the sleeve, put my foot in the hip. And I'm the worst guard puller in our gym, I promise you. <laughs> I, everyone does it so graceful. They're smooth. They hit the mat fine. I hit the mat. And you hear this thud. And people look over like, yo, did he just die? It's like, nope, just pulling guard. It's nope, okay. This is normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there, there's just something so powerful about, like, doing a takedown or, like, trying and being able to do that i mean i mean my my former coach like he was a wrestler and so like it, it was always just like nah just it's like do a takedown do takedowns and i was like okay i'm gonna do takedowns and i love doing takedowns but you know there's there's obviously you know you can't just sit there and like try to take each other and that ends up happening and it drives me absolutely mm-hmm. batshit crazy and like we're just standing the whole time like everyone's getting penalty 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 <laughs> just like okay i'm gonna I need to pull guard now. Like I'm, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Like if I can't take you down within the first minute, like it's, it's you know, it's, it's time to move on to something else. Let's, let's go ahead and keep doing jujitsu instead of dancing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, sometimes I think about it when it comes to like, okay, well, you know, get that takedown, get that takedown, and it's like, is it, you know, well, are you scared of your own guard though or do you have no guard you know because that's the whole thing is like pull guard and then you know work a sweep you know or get a submission mm-hmm. you know whatever it takes to get on top and you know you have guys that are like no i don't pull guards like these things like maybe you don't because you don't have a guard but there mm-hmm. is a power to that takedown though because first off you get to yeah. take down a competition two points you know yep. so that's the solid thing there but also there's something demotivating to getting taken down. Good, mm-hmm. a good fucking blast double, and you hit that mat, and you're like, oh my god, I'm down two. This dude just put me through the mat. You know, yeah. here I am now. I'm not a real athlete. I'm worried. Is my hair okay? <laughs> Is my, hair know, okay? my lashes come off? Yes. <laughs> hey, hey. I feel like that was a dick. 
Little John Lee buns. Yeah, you want you want to joke about seeing red? Touch my hair. See what happens. <laughs> oh, my daughter gets. She, it's funny because, like, you know, like she she's like, "Don't touch my hair," and I was like, "Yo, where where is this coming from? Like, like, where did you learn that?" Like, <laughs> like the other, she's like, "I don't want to get my hair wet." I was like, "What the fuck? Where? Like, what?" <laughs> Like you, wow, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god, you, you're my kid. Like, I made this. I made that. I made that. That's mine. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, no, oh. I mean, it's there. There's something awesome about about doing a takedown. But you know, um, when I when I first you know was signed up at, as as a blue belt, um, the first one that I signed up for was uh, Chicago Spring Open. And unfortunately, um, due to, you know, my chronic health issues, I was having problems with my heart, and so I couldn't actually compete at that one. So um, mm. Chicago Summer, when Chicago Summer rolled around, um, that was when I got to fight for the first time as a blue belt, and that was awesome. Um, we definitely danced trying to do takedowns for, for the whole, basically, thing. And, um, you know, I ended up ultimately jumping guard, which I had never done. I think I had seen it maybe twice in a video, but there was something that was just like, oh, yeah, no, I can do this. And and uh, it was fun. It was really fun. Like, <laughs> I don't want to wreck somebody's knees because, I mean, there's something a little scary about 175 pounds of woman, like, leaping into the air on top of her. But, you know, it, it felt it felt great. I still ended up losing the match. Um, but you know, I, it, it was a lesson, you know, if you're going to do that, do it earlier match that way you at least, you know, give yourself some time to actually try to work something after that. But, you know, it was, sure. it's just, that, that's the whole thing about jujitsu is like you, you, you train, you compete, you, you learn regardless of whether or not you win or lose and you, you work on things and then you, you keep going for it. So, um, the next one I did after that was master worlds and that was freaking amazing. That was, I think my favorite match that I've had so far, just because, you know, at, at White Belt, there's just, you're just so, it's just fast and everybody's spazzy and, and you're, mm-hmm. it's like you can't really even do anything like I almost feel like. And then, you know, for Blue Belt, you have, you know, a whole lot more up your sleeve and, and you can, you know, work different moves, different positions and stuff like that. And, and so it was, it was like a fantastic 100% role with, with this girl. And, uh, you know, also learned a lesson, you know, uh, what what a knee reap is and how not mm. to do it <laughs> so but it was you know it was a shitty way to to lose match to get dq'd by that and like she even told me the same thing she was like that sucks for both of us and i was like yeah yeah it kind of does but the fact that you know for whatever it was three and a half four minutes that we were really just like working through different positions it felt great to to actually be able to execute that in like a way that felt more uh kind of like like not not planned, but planned instead of just, you know, spazzing out being like, I don't know what I'm doing as a white belt. I'm just going to uh, like reach for your arms and your neck and stuff. You know, it was like, OK, I know I know how to, you know, do a sweep. I know how to do the stuff and, and like working through it. It just it felt great. So um, I ended up, you know, just getting my little whatever it was like satisfactory medal, my, my third place bronze. But, you know, I showed up, I did the thing, you know, and, and it was yeah. it was great. It was a wonderful experience. So, yeah. Yep. On, yeah. on to the next, you know, so. Yeah, and that's kind of how you have to look at it. It's like, all right, I learned something there. Let's go to the next one. You know, mm-hmm. you have something now in that in, in your arsenal as far as your education and, you know, 
all right, what to do, what not to do. My uh, one of my teammates, he says this all the time, and it's funny, <clears throat> especially you know being an older guy, um, at, at his rank. He was like, "Look, I hate the closed guard, but I've discovered like I don't do closed guard in class, but in competition as an older guy, closed guard and just spam submissions." You know, mm-hmm. you, you, like they're going to get called for stalling. And, you know, it's, it's like, oh, my God, that's holy shit. Uh, you know, because I realized he was doing it to me one day. They were sitting oh. there on his guard. <laughs> and he's just like going for everything. I was like, dude, like, it, 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 you know, it was kind of like half hearted. So and granted, it is practice. But still, it was like half hearted, like, OK, just getting you to react type deal. I was like, okay, yeah. if just for competition, though, he he's, you know, throwing things at me, forcing me to think, forcing me to react. It's like, okay, I guess I, you know, I get what you're saying, um, but, you know, whatever it may be, you know, when you're out there, like you say, you you know, you picked up, you know, a lesson, mm-hmm. and the problem is, or not the problem, but like, you know, the the important thing is, you know. Now that you've learned that lesson, you don't go out there and repeat the same mistake and learn that lesson again. It's like, huh, fuck, I guess I didn't really learn. Yeah. Because I do yeah. that. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it's all, all part of the, all part of the journey, all part of the learning process, figuring out what it is you want to do and, you know, then, then working on that and picking up new stuff as you keep going. Like it's just a never ending learning experience and I'm obsessed with learning new things. And, and so that's probably why I just love jujitsu so much is there's, you, you can do it your entire life and still not know everything that there is to know. And that's, that is, is so cool to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and even when you get to a point where you feel like, you know, a whole lot, the game changes so much. There's mm-hmm. so much to learn after the fact. So yeah. it, it, it's so cool. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily just like about the game itself. I mean, you're learning new things about yourself the entire time that you're Mm -hmm. doing it, too. I mean, um, obviously, in 2022, you know, as a white belt, I was traveling, competing and and doing that as much as I possibly could. And last year didn't do it nearly as much, um, was dealing with a lot of personal stuff, um, a lot of a lot of mental things, emotional things. And um all of that stuff really affects me physically and, and vice versa. You know, the stuff I deal with with my illness affects me emotionally as well. And it was, it was a lot to carry. And um, so I didn't, I didn't compete nearly as much as I wanted to. I was, I was dealing with life stuff, but that's just how it is. And, and so, um, you know, I, I definitely enjoyed competing. You know, my, my first full year competing as a blue belt was, was amazing. Um, but, you know, after Master Worlds, I was like, all right, that's it. You know, I think I'm done for the year. And then, you know, somebody was like, oh, you should do Nogi Worlds. And I was like, I have literally never competed in Nogi, not once ever. Um, I, I don't even really train it that much. I mean, not not because I don't want to, but just because I love the gi so much. And, and there's only so much time and recovery that I have to do because, you know, I'm chronically ill. Um, but I decided, you know, that I was going to do Nogi Worlds and signed up for it. And, you know, it was it was a little nuts uh, what I ended up having to do. I ended up cutting 24 pounds in five weeks. 
which I don't suggest to anybody. Please, nobody send this to my doctor. <laughs> You're going to get real mad at me for doing that. But, you know, and just the the, the physical effects of, of trying to do that and just pushing myself to the absolute limit. I mean, I started having some issues with my heart. And so I had to like pull back a little bit. And I was like, okay, am I even going to make weight? Am I going to do this, you know, and the other? And, and it's just, you know, for me, obviously, like dealing with the health stuff, it's not something that I want to toy with but at the same time it's it's definitely something that I still look at as a challenge because you know this illness hasn't killed me yet and so I'm I'm like let me let me see like what I am capable of and and that's you know kind of what a lot of this stuff is about for me because I could very easily just you know hang it all up and be like nope I'm sick you know, nope, I can't recover. Nope, I can't do this, that, or the other. I'm dealing with all these other things. But instead, like I'm just so driven to just to just keep doing it, regardless of how I feel. Because, you know, well, up to a certain point, of course, you know, to 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 try sure. to take care of myself. But, you know, I always I I tell everybody all the time. They're like they're like, oh, listen to your body, listen to your body. And I was like, you guys, if I listened to my body, I would be bedridden. That is how bad it is on a daily basis. And so if I just listen to my body, like I can't do that. I, I have to I have to keep going. And so it's it's a constant thing of of me pushing myself and challenging myself to just do more with the sport and see like, you know, what I can do with it and what I what I'm capable of doing. And and so I'll I'll keep doing it. Like I'll keep signing up for competitions even if I'm not feeling my best, you know. And and um I know a lot of people are like, oh well if I'm not feeling my best, I'm not gonna fight. And that's totally fine. That is you have to do what's right for you. But I just know that if I waited until I felt good, I would I wouldn't end up doing jujitsu anymore. And and I can't do that to myself. I just have to keep going. So yeah, there is, you know, a fine line to that, you know, it's, it, you know, like you said, everyone's different, you know, you got to do what's right for you, but so many of us, you know, just, just in jujitsu alone, just counting jujitsu itself are out there with injuries and, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever's going on. Now you factor in yourself, you know, with a chronic illness and also jujitsu injuries, like, you're never going to be, you know, 100%, you know, hell, like if you're 80%, you know, I'm sure that that's a fucking good day for you. So it's like, yeah. you know, you do what you can do with what you have. So yep. you know. I do the best I can with what I have to work with. And if that means going into a competition, having only trained a couple times in the past few weeks, that's just, you know, that's just what I have to do in order to keep going. I, I always, you know, put forth my put forth my best effort and I will continue to do so. Um, you know, I'm going to continue to show up. I'm going to continue to push myself. I'm going to, you know, continue to compete and fight against, you know, having all of these cards stacked against me. And at the end of the day, it, I've never regretted it. Not once ever, like even with the injury and, and stuff like that, it's, I look at it and I'm like, no, I don't regret the choices that I've made because every little piece of this just aids in my growth. And that's just what we always got to keep doing a little bit better every day. You know, that's yeah, yeah. all we can help for. So, yeah. Yep. 1% better each day. Yep. That's, that's it. That's, a, that's the um, idea. So. As far as uh, health and everything goes, you know, it always feels silly asking the question because it's like, well, I mean, 
you know, it's kind of like, duh, I'm not fucking great. But, <laughs> you know, um, you know, how are you feeling, you know, these days just kind of as overall? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely in a better place now than I was, you know, earlier in the year and then even like over the summer and stuff like that. Um, physically, um, physically not not I would I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's better, but uh, definitely emotionally, you know, you have to go through the downs in order to to enjoy the ups, and um, sure. it was definitely a, a pretty down year for that, and. Um, I, I'm kind of trying to adopt a better mentality of being like, if I, if I focus on my mental health, on my emotional health and, and making sure that that's taken care of, then I have a better capacity to deal with the physical ailments that I have. So, um, unfortunately I just, um, had to switch up some of my meds, um, and it was just last week, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had to kind of alert everybody I trained with, like, hey, um, I'm I'm going to be pretty sick here coming up for, you know, probably a few months um, while I'm trying to adjust to this and, and recover from some of these things. Um, but, you know, not looking for sympathy or anything like that, but just literally being like, hey, you know, if you if you see me not looking so great, you kind of already know what's going on. Um, you know, the, the nausea has been pretty unbearable and, um, it's, it's hard too, because like when, when you're dealing with all these, these physical things to then, you know, cause it, it affects my recovery. It affects my ability to eat. It affects everything, which then affects my inflammation. And it's like a big snowball cycle. And, you know, so I have to, I, I'm constantly learning how to balance all of these things. And, but that's just life. I mean, you know, everybody has their own struggles that they deal with. And for me, um, unfortunately, most of it is just my physical illness, um, which, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, chronic Lyme disease is something you're probably going to deal with for the rest of your life. But like, you know, obviously I'm doing better than 99.9% of the population. I mean, I'm an active jujitsu athlete. It's, and I couldn't walk, uh, what was that, like, two and a half years ago, I couldn't walk. I was in a wheelchair. So, you know, I'm obviously doing significantly better than I was, but at the same time, I still have a lot to go. And, and sometimes I wonder, I'm like, do, do I still have like, you know, issues like with Lyme specifically, or is this just damage that was done, you know, over all those years from being misdiagnosed? But, you know, and, and I think that for me is like more of a mental roadblock because I'm like, you know, if I, if I, if I'm still battling this, I can still heal from it. I can still, you know, there's still progress to be made. But like when you get to a certain point with it, you kind of feel like you've plateaued. Here we are, you know, jujitsu paralleling all, all of this again. But like you're like, I've plateaued, you know, I'm I'm stuck in, in this place. Is it going to get better? Does it get better? And the reality of it is it always gets at least a little bit better. I mean, you're going to look at it. I'm going to look at this, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road and be like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, that was great. You know, this was, that was totally fine. You know, you can see all the dots put together, but you know, when you're in the throes of it, it's really, it's really kind of hard to balance everything. And so, like I said, like this last year was definitely a huge challenge for me. And, you know, I still show up with a smile on my face every single day. Nobody really knows, you know, the battles that everyone has privately, um, and, and I do try to, you know, advocate and, and talk about, you know, my illness and, and like my struggles with, 
with the mental side of things and everything because I think that not enough people talk about that but everybody's dealing with their own stuff and so you've got to get through it in your own way and for me you know taking some necessary breaks I did that you know and then I just keep moving forward with it and so that's I fully intend on doing that this year um you know at towards the end of last year I was like I really want to I want to replay 2022 for myself because as as shitty as I felt physically I was like this is go time like you you just came back from the dead you know keep keep going like push yourself and travel and and compete and do this thing that you've fallen in love with and and just keep chasing that dream and so uh this year uh I'm ready to pick right back up where I left off with that so uh, I'm going to be competing every two weeks uh hopefully so right now I'm signed up for Austin so I'll be fighting in Austin here uh next weekend and uh then two weeks after that Atlanta two weeks after that I'll be in Memphis two weeks after that I'll be in Dallas and two weeks after that I'll be at Pans so and hopefully I can continue that momentum throughout the year and not end up with an injury in September <laughs> to stall everything but you know it's uh I'm just trying to get back to being me and um and doing this thing that I love so regardless of how I feel physically so dude like I love your attitude just like the the energy that you have it's super motivating and and just one thousand percent positive and and the thing is you know there's so many people you know in in in, you know a similar situation that you know just kind of give in to defeat Mm -hmm. and you know I just love the fact that you're like you know two and a half years ago you know you were in a wheelchair you can couldn't walk and now you're fucking like super athlete you know you're out there you know fighting people fighting other humans you know and mm-hmm. and just you know despite the obstacles you're still like look you know i gotta get to this i love this uh you know i want to keep doing this you know, like like I've been telling my daughter lately with things, she's, you know, she's seven. So, you know, she has these, you know, ideas, things that she wants to do. You know, she's getting older. I always sort of like, well, look, this is what you want to do. Let's find out what it takes to do it. And and that's what I see with your attitude. It's like, look, I love doing this. What is it going to take for me to do this? And that's just fucking awesome. And yeah. and. I, you know, and I, and I, I feel like at every corner, I keep running with it too, because like, I, if you had asked me, like, at literally any other point in my life, that if I would have been a jujitsu athlete, I probably would have laughed at you. I would be like, what? Me, an athlete? No, I'm a band nerd. I play saxophone. Like, I don't know what he's talking about. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's uh, the, the training, the competing, and then following, like, just where this has all taken me. I got certified um, to become a self-defense instructor um, over the summer. Um, I'm working with uh, with Mean Girl Project, uh, with Hero Self-Defense and Warrior Forge Project. You know, I've taught a few seminars already and, you know, I'm teaching cl- private classes and stuff like that. And so it's like this, this thing that I thought like I didn't I had no idea when I started what this would become for me and this has become my entire life but you know it's 
anybody would tell you like they might be a little surprised like oh tracy's you're a jiu-jitsu athlete but then be like, oh no that, was, that definitely makes sense like tracy's done all sorts of different crazy shit i mean tracy was a rancher tracy was a hairdresser tracy does jujitsu. tracy's a pole dancer you know like and everything in between and so you know like it's like everywhere i turn with this jujitsu is like opening more doors for me to just explore who i am and where i want to go with my life and and i'm really really grateful for all of the opportunities because of that so yeah good like just as a friend in all of this i'm super invested in you know just watching your journey as you continue to grow as a martial artist and as a person you know this is super awesome and and thank you for you know opening up and sharing that with myself and you know everyone who's listening uh yeah absolutely just appreciate that yeah i mean i i get i I've grown a lot in the past, you know, year and a half. Um, or, well, gosh, it's been two years now since I started jujitsu. That is wild. Uh, two years. Um, I've grown so much. I mean, it was I was quiet. Like, I'm I'm still introverted as fuck. Like, let's not get that, you know, confused. But at the same time, like, I've I've come out of my shell and and accepted the fact that you know my journey is an inspiration to other people and even though I don't see myself as any kind of special, other people look at this and and they hear what I'm saying and and they they look at what I've been through what I go through just on the daily and um they they enjoy following me because of that stuff and 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 I I inspire them and motivate them and. I just I hope to continue to do that because it's not something that's intentional that I'm doing. Um, it's it's just who I am, and and I'm really grateful that that just being me does that for other people. So, because um, then it doesn't take any effort. I'm just like, hey, this is me. This is my story. This is what I'm doing. And and the fact that you know it 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 gets people up and gets them going sometimes, like or hearing something that they need to hear, seeing something that they need to see, and just me being a catalyst for change in other people's lives is is just, I mean, I, I couldn't, I don't know, I think I'm wishing a little bit. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's it's a really, it's a cool thing when I get feedback like that, you know, as, as shy as I am about it still, it, it, it matters so much to me, like having a little bit of an impact on on anybody, even if it's just one person, you know, that's, that's that's good. That's great. Uh, I'll, I'll keep going so that you guys can keep going too. You know. <laughs> well, like you said, even if it's just one person, it matters because that one person, you know, it, it you know means the world to them. You know, they're following you, so you know you keep it up, and you know we're gonna you know keep tabs and keep watching. So we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate you too and all the memes the meme sharing and the friendship that we have outside of just talking on the podcast once every year and a half you know like (laughs) yeah (laughs) every single day it's like you know I I love waking up and I'm like oh shit like who's who's uh whose DMs do I answer first because like it's like you and and uh and like Zach and then like a cut and then uh, like uh Steph like y'all three like it's just four plus every single time it's like oh shit i gotta like sit down and like <laughs> watch all these reels <laughs> read all these memes and it's just the highlight of my day <laughs> yeah I, I actually started toning down a little bit because i was like dude like i think there was one point like i just flooded you one day with memes and i was like okay 
relax, dude. No, but it's no, like I get don't. excited. Though. I'm like, oh, someone take these. Yeah, literally, no, don't chill. There, no, zero chill for me. Okay, please, like, send me all the things. Like, and if anybody out there listening too, send me some memes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it keeps me out of the outside world, <laughs> which I don't like going Same. into. So. <laughs> Same here. It's like. Well, a lot of the memes too, because of um, like I'll share on my um other platform, Colompton Beer Club. Mm-hmm. I'll share them there. I'm like, ooh, this is good. I got to share this there because over there it's it's ten thousand percent fuckery. It's like I don't even know what that page is supposed to be about. I, we review beers on the podcast, but most of the posts I put up are like fucked up injuries or or you know sports things. Sometimes yeah, like I'm NFL like, memes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like. Everything is like I'm sure people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Because it was supposed to be the Colompton <laughs> Social Club initially, because that's all the shit that I post is kind of like, "Look, it's just us being silly and socializing." And my my co-host was like, "Let's call it Beer Club," and I was like, "That's fucking dumb." But all right, whatever. Like, well, let's keep let's keep the Colompton part. Can we keep that? He was like, uh, his his girlfriend. She was like, "Well, why don't you make it the Colompton?" beer and social club and i was like i'm okay with that too and he was like ah, it sounds too long i was like all right well look you go ahead and call it beer club but i'm gonna keep posting these memes and you're not stopping <laughs> and we love you for it we do <laughs> if anybody gives you negative feedback then you don't need them in your life <laughs> yeah, you know whenever i get negative feedback oh my god on on bjj wiki the other day i don't remember what some, someone wrote something it was not that bad and i was like you know what block <laughs> Block. Like, I, I just, I, I think I, I was, I was having a rough day. I was probably hungry. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> a little hangry. Someone said yeah. something. Yeah, you got like, don't, don't get caught on a fuck around and find out kind of day because, like, I will engage you. <laughs> like, I will, and I will yeah. hurt your feelings. So. <laughs> Some dude commented on the Colompton page one day. I don't remember what the post was. And oh, well, yeah, it doesn't matter what the post was. I have all my accounts set where you have to follow me in order to comment. It keeps spam bots oh, away. Go. Trolls tend to not want to engage. Some some will like BJJ Wiki gets a lot of trolls, and I I fuck with them. I'm like, all right, like I'll I'll block you immediately. You know, just dumb shit. But on Colompton, whatever the post was, somebody commented or somebody sent me a DM and says, um, they they called me a cunt, and I replied back. I just happened to be on in that moment as the message came through and I replied back with just a simple shut up and they go, Oh, that was a quick response. I was like, I just happened to be on when you sent it. And you know, we had a good back and forth about it. He was like, Oh, well, why do you have your, your uh, post limit? It was like, they're not limited. You just have to follow me in order to leave a comment. And what I just explained there is what I explained to him. I was like, it keeps away the spam bots. It keeps away trolls. Um, it also helps build my followers because Sometimes mm-hmm. I post shit that people want to comment about, so they're gonna follow, and they forget to unfollow. So, you know, I got you know a little bit of a falsification there going on with my follows. It's all right. Uh, work smarter, not harder. And he was like, "Oh Amen. yeah, cool, dude. That's a, that's a good idea." And you know, we had this good back and forth. He still didn't give me to follow, and he still ended by calling me a cunt. So I was like, yeah. "Oh, well, at least you know, mm-hmm. you know, at least we understand each other now. You're a piece yeah. of shit." And really, yeah, <laughs> What a, what a fantastic conversation we just had. By the way, see you later. You're still a fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. it, it, honestly, 
I appreciate that though at the end because it's like, okay, I still feel like you're a cunt. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> it, it, at least now you confirm that I'm a cunt versus just calling me one. And, you know, I'm probably a really Truth. nice guy. I am a nice Truth. guy. But in, in, in that moment, you know, he confirmed, look, this guy is kind of a cunt. And I was like, okay, well, that's how you feel. That's how you feel that, you know, no problem. But, you know, I, you know, you can't say that I ignored you. Well, a lot of folks I will ignore just because mm-hmm. BJJ Wiki, I, I do get a lot of comments. I want to say like a whole lot of comments, but I get more comments than I really want to see sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if, if I open up and I see more than 20 comments on, on any given, you know, thing, I'm not looking. I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and move on with my day. Um, If it's like, oh, you've got 10 comments, I'll take a look. At over 10 i'm just like nah because i because more often than not it's people complaining someone's upset about some posts i put up whether it be you know mental health awareness or whether it be just you know trying to you know be positive someone's gonna have something to say so it's like you know what i'm not here for that or if i post up a move uh, a technique video and people want to you know like well that's not gonna work and it's oh, like God. i guess maybe <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. so so fuck them, but um, <laughs> Tracy, this has been great. This these things are like phone calls to me. These are mm-hmm. telephone calls right here. Yeah. So, um, thank you for doing this. Thank you for making the time. Yeah. No. Thank you. I mean, you. we've been this has been a long time in the making, but you know, it's like everywhere I turned last year, it was just like, oh, there's more shit. Oh, look, more shit. Oh, more shit. Yeah. What is going to end? No, here's some more. And I'm like, okay, that's great. But I'm I'm really glad we did this, and you know it's it's so nice to catch up with you again outside of just our meme sharing, and you know getting to share a little bit of my perspective from my own personal journey with all of your followers and everything, and you know hopefully we can do this again sooner rather than later. Let's not wait, you know, another year and a half. <laughs> I'm working on your time, so whenever you're ready, you shoot me. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> You shoot me the text and say, "Hey, are you ready to record?" You know, I'm gonna say, "Well, when, when you know, when you looking?" Because yep. I'll make the time. You know, I, I think this was a quick turnaround. You messaged me, was like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "You know, what time do you got?" He was like, "All right, let's go tomorrow." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> tomorrow, like I'm free tomorrow. And you're like, "Oh All shit, right. I better." I better make this happen or we're never gonna talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, let's do the shit now. Cause cause I'm in a groove right now. I I've I've been recording a lot this week. So I was like, let's just do it. Fuck it. Uh you know, because the momentum's there. So, you know, like I said, you tell me when you're ready and I will always make the time. Awesome, awesome. So yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, any shout outs or mentions that you want to drop for us? Uh yeah, absolutely. Um First one, not, you know, the happiest thing to say, um, but I think it's important to um, today is uh, the 16th anniversary of my best friend's suicide. And so I just want to put it out there that if you or someone, you know, is struggling with their mental health, just know that you can get help. You can dial 988 on your phone. You can text 988 on your phone um, and get some, you know, crisis intervention, a little bit of help because, you know, you don't you don't have to end your life. You just want the feelings that you know are uncomfortable to stop. So please, if you're feeling that way, please get help. Please reach out and do that. So, um, uh, and uh, just a little prayer to my friend Rochelle, who's up in heaven, looking down on me doing this. Um, grateful for you and the impact you had on my life. And I love you, miss you every single day. 
So, um, and then there are a couple people that I do want to thank. Uh, so uh, Todd over at Sphere Kimonos, uh, thank you very much for believing in me and offering me the generous apparel sponsorship that I got this past year. I'm um, looking forward to representing uh, you continuously throughout my competition season this year. Um, Julio over at Monkey Tape for sponsoring me and making sure that my lime riddled fingers stay as intact as humanly possible, <laughs> which is definitely always a struggle. I go through a lot of tape. Um, the entire team over at Key Nutrients for sponsoring me with the, their calorie-free electrolyte supplements uh, keeps me going during all my hard training sessions and my insane weight cuts that I sometimes do. Oops. Um, the doctors and the staff over at Camelback Medical Centers for helping keep me healthy, also putting me back together every time the sport breaks some piece of me. <laughs> Um, my lifting coaches, Jeffrey and Matthew, thank you so much for uh, for pushing me to, to keep up my strength so that I can keep doing the sport that I love. Um, and of course, my coach, Mark Vivez, um, and all of my teammates, friends, and training partners over at New Breed Training Center. I would not be where I am today without all of you. So thank you. Awesome. I'll be sure to put some links in the notes and get those infos from you shortly um, mm -hmm. and make sure people know where to find you and also your sponsors. Yeah, I, uh, I have my new Instagram handle this year as well. I switched it up. So I am now pole.jitsu. That's me. So, yep. The pole dancing gotcha. athlete. <laughs> I'll make sure to note it. And as always, everyone who's listening, thank you very much. I do appreciate the hell out of everyone here made it to 2024 with me and I'm excited. We're fast approaching 200. So that is some shit I didn't think was going to happen. So thank you. If you got any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram or off the mats podcast on Instagram. Those are the main two really BJJ wiki is where I'm at mostly. I barely post on off the mats anymore, which is kind of fucking shitty. It's my fucking podcast Instagram. My bad, y'all. I'm going to get back to it. But y'all can reach me at those spots. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to my crew over there at NerdAger Radio. Bobby, Chris, Joe, Marilyn, Phil, Ricky, Tiki, all you guys. I, I, I need to just write your fucking everyone's name here on the table. So that way I can properly shout everybody out over there at NerdAger Radio. Uh, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be doing podcasts. So I do appreciate the hell out of you know, out of that team. I just recently had Joe on here. I, I need to get Bobby on here. I want to maybe do a music episode with him, you know, have some fun with that. But uh, thank you to Nerd Rage Radio. Just, you know, always making it fun. I uh, also want to shout out my other podcast, So You Like Horror. If you like scary movies, go check it out. This year we're going to be doing cursed films and talk about movies that have some funky situations going on behind the scenes where people think shit's cursed. Maybe it's just bad directors looking at you, John Landis, Twilight Zone, the movie. Um, and also, we just recently wrapped up the Nightmare on Elm Street episode. Uh, actually, uh, a guest from here, you know, kind of worked on it, but you all will see that soon. And, you know, we'll, we'll do some links sharing and whatnot. But uh, be sure to go check that episode out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, as we talk about Freddy Krueger and all the shit that went on with that and making it happen. And yeah, 
But uh, you can go check that podcast out anywhere that you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think that's the thing. Maybe it's iTunes. I don't fucking know what they call that anymore. Um, I think Google got podcasts is gone. So I where where people listen to podcasts? I think I'm on YouTube also. I don't I don't know. I don't know these things. But go check it out. You can also find it on uh, Instagram. So you like horror. All the words are separated by underscores, or I, I think it's linked to my link tree as well. So go check that out. And last but not least, I want to thank my guest here, Miss Tracy. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing an update on what's going on with you on the mats and just life in general. We appreciate you. And before we get out of here, I just want to remind you all, I love you. I don't use that word lightly. I don't use it very often. Other than on here, I say love a lot on here. But um, thank you. I just appreciate the hell out of everybody. And um, you guys make this shit rad for me. So uh, you guys keep listening. And I'm going to definitely keep making these shows. Thank you so much, everyone. And goodbye. They probably said... Now let me see his song.